Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. I think that's a horrible thing. What the witness said, she should be allowed to answer this question once and for all. Senator. Senator, all I'm trying to explain is that our sentencing system, the, the system that Congress has created, the system that the Sentencing Commission is the steward of, is a rational one. It's a system that is designed to help judges do justice in these terrible circumstances by eliminating unwarranted disparities, by ensuring that the most serious defendants get the longest periods of time. And when modes of commission of the crime change such that in two seconds, someone can receive or distribute thousands of images, that's no longer a, and this is what the commission found in their studies, an indicator of a person who, relative to other people, has committed this crime in a more aggravated way. Well, and so I... what we're trying to do is be rational in our dealing with some of the most horrible kinds of behavior. This is what our justice system is about. It's about judges making determinations in meting out penalties to people who have done terrible things. This is actually happening right now. This is Lindsey Graham asking the questions of Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson, and it has to do with the this idea of, are we being lenient? Are you are you being lenient on people engaged in, in child pornography? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It is an interesting question, and it has to do with her record, and her record is absolutely up for debate, but there should be some some clarity given to what it is we're talking about and the the legal difference between the possession of and the creation of. And that matters. But I, th- I mean, Lindsey Graham's been going for a while, and it's, it's getting heated. These images, we have a fundamental dif- differences of how you deter crime. I think the best way you deter crime when it comes to child pornography is you lower the bloom on anybody who goes onto the Internet and pulls out these images for their pleasure. Senator, every person in all of these uh, charts and documents... I sent to jail because I know how serious this crime is. Every person I discussed the harm of these terrible, terrible images to the victims who are portrayed in them. I talked about what this crime does to the children who are being abused in these photos and on the other side of their terms of imprisonment, I ensured that they were facing lengthy periods of supervision and restrictions on their computer use so they could not do this sort of thing again. That's what Congress has required of judges, and that's what I did in every case. Uh, You always were under the recommendation of the prosecutor, many times the parole people, and to be honest with you, Judge, a uh, 32-year-old man who sent an image of his own 10-year-old daughter, uh, you substantially reduced the guide, uh, not only the guidelines, but the recommendation. And all I can say is that your view of how to deter child pornography 
is not my view. I think you're doing it wrong, and every judge who does what you're doing is making it easier for the children to be exploited. If you're on a computer right now looking at a kid in a sexually compromising situation and you get caught, I hope nobody gives you a break because you use the computer. The conduct that's been described is reprehensible, and I think everyone in this room agrees. And the fact of the matter is that I'm co-sponsor of your bill, the Earned Act, and I believe that we should be doing our job here. But part of our job, we have failed in responding to the changing circumstances that face this crime. What has it been, 15 or 16 years? She is currently not an outlier in sentencing. 70% of the federal judges face the same dilemma and wonder why Congress has failed to act and when it will act. This is our fault? Part of, partially it is, Senator. To be honest with you, it is. We have to upgrade these guidelines and decide whether we're going to stick with the Supreme Court decision that they're not mandatory. Now, that's going to be interesting. That was Dick Durbin who jumped in right there. See, now we're on to the thing. The question of whether or not the judge has the ability to engage in harsher sentences, whether or not the judge did engage in the harsher sentences, whether or not the judge has a preferential desire or a desire to be uh, preferential in the sentencing of people involved in some heinous, heinous stuff like child pornography, and what exactly Congress has done. This has become fascinating. I think the Democrats can make a real turn here of, well, Congress hasn't acted on being stronger on on, on child porn online, so we're going to engage that legislation right now. What are the Republicans going to do? Not engage it? They took this road. They got to know what's going to win from the other side. The conversation about the, 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 the child pornography, which I thought was really well broken down by, by uh, Andrew McCarthy, over there at National Review. And I want to say that, and I'm going to be clear, his breakdown does not change whether or not to the specific cases Judge Brown Jackson is indeed too lenient on these people. Because there could be multiple cases where she is, and it is acceptable to look at her record on every single level. There is no one who can say otherwise. The people screaming and yelling that we're not allowed to talk about her record, we're not allowed to talk about her, nonsense. This was um, Don Lemon. You, You want just pure, raw, unadulterated ignorance? Don Lemon is here for you. Listen to this crazy asking um, the potential jurist um, the definition of a woman and talking about critical race theory it is the new become the new buzz term like acorn did or antifa and on and on and on it's really it's it's amazing to watch someone who is a quite frankly an intellectual giant be questioned by people who have really no idea about the law and what judges actually do, Laura. Well, you know, it reminds me, I can't remember who said it, but it was a, a paraphrase of, to my equals, I debate, to all others, I teach. I think she is teaching a number of people today in her conversation. Yeah. Intellectual giant? 
Don Lemon is upset that we have checks and balances, that the president nominates a Supreme Court justice and the senators advise and consent. He, all of a sudden, he's upset with the system. When it was Brett Kavanaugh, when it was Amy Coney Barrett, totally fine. After all, these Democrats are really bright. But now, the Republicans, bunch of schmucks drooling into cups. They shouldn't be able to ask a question at all. How dare they question this intellectual giant? Intellectual giant. I'm not saying she isn't smart. I'm saying intellectual giant is a stretch. A large one. Now all of a sudden the system is NFG. That's something else. That is something else. But let's go back to this this point being made about her cases and uh, the, the conversation of, of pornography. The argument that Andrew McCarthy makes in the pages of National Review, he's a former uh, uh, prosecutor of Southern District of New York, uh, a deputy, deputy uh, U.S. attorney, is that there's a difference between the idea of possession and the idea of creation and distribution. And that if, for example, Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri wants to paint her as weak on uh, child predators but is really only talking about the people who possess child porn, well, then he's, he's engaged in a bit of a false narrative. This is not to be mistaken for whether or not morally we all see it as despicable. Of course we do. We see it as all despicable. 150%. Child porn, is you, you go to jail. I, I personally don't care. I don't make the distinction. That doesn't mean that the law might. For example, the the difference between possession of a drug and distribution of a drug. Where the law makes a difference and a distinction between the things. So so in that in that conversation, that's how we have to look at the cases of Katanji Brown Jackson. And certainly that would be the case if everybody was rational. But not everybody is rational. You take a look at how Democrats like Spartacus, Cory Booker, like how former Senator Kamala Harris, like Maisie Hirono, how they attacked and vilified Brett Kavanaugh, lied about Brett Kavanaugh, including the media. And then what they said about Amy Coney Barrett, Handmaid's Tale, and all the rest, her adopted children, their tokens, despicable garbage stuff. And now they expect what? Hugs and kisses? The Democratic senators have no leg to stand on. None. And this line of questioning is absolutely acceptable. And if they want to call it bigoted or racist or they're not smart enough, oh, Don Lemon can kiss my butt. What does it matter what he says? It is, the idea that he says he's not political is garbage. And I would tell him to his face. I would tell him on a show. I would tell him on a street corner. I'd tell him over a bourbon, Don, that's garbage, and you damn well know it. Would you please stop saying that? You sound like a schmuck. But we, unfortunately for us, are thinkers. It's how we know we're different than them. It's not all emotion. It's not all radicalness. It's not all destroy, destroy, destroy. And I appreciate the people who are unwilling to say, oh, no, 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 no. 
They're unwilling to say, you know, uh, all right, we're going to do everything sweet and by the book because that's the right way to do it. Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to engage in a lot of fight because you, Democrats, don't get to set the story for us. You don't get to set the stage. You don't get to set the parameters. You don't get to do ungats. You were sick. You were vicious. You lied. You were evil. You held back a letter regarding the accusation made by Christine Blasey Ford, whose own lawyer admitted she came forward to stop Kavanaugh from getting on the bench because of abortion. So it wasn't because she felt something happened. She did it for political reasons, and the lawyer, Deborah Katz, no relation, thank goodness, admitted as as much. And you unleash this letter at the very last second to try and scuttle the nomination and destroy a man and destroy his family. That's what Democrats like Dianne Feinstein and Maisie Hirono and Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and Amy Klobuchar and the rest did to Brett Kavanaugh. And now you expect sweetness? This is why... Is you know, there's a really interesting conversation, and, and it was uh, it was it was Noah Rothman who put this out there, and his argument was that the the Democrats took the bait. His post over commentary dot uh, org credibly accused the left takes the GOP's bait, and his argument is is that here you have Democrats like Anna Navarro like um, uh, Joy Reid and others, reminding people that Brett Kavanaugh was credibly accused. No, he wasn't. He was never credibly accused of sexual assault. The woman didn't know when it happened. She didn't know where it happened. She didn't know who was there. She claims her best friend was there. The best friend never heard of the party. Everybody was like, sorry, don't know what's going on. From over at the nation, Ellie Mistal, who uh, is is a guy who likes to trash the Constitution, uh, is says the GOP is only, quote, pissed that Kavanaugh was credibly accused of attempted rape, which, of course, it was never credibly accused. But saying credibly accused, here you have Republicans saying, look, here's what Democrats did to Brett Kavanaugh. Here's what they did to Amy Coney Barrett. We're not going to do that to you. And they've said it over and over and again and again and again and again. And yet here are the Democrats still pushing their lies, still pushing their hate, still pushing their vitriol because that's all they have. And I understand how Republicans are saying, well, we're going to fight back too. We're going to punch too. We're not going to give a good holy damn what someone like Don Lemon has to say. We don't care. The problem is we're also thinkers. So as we engage the conversation of uh, Judge Brown Jackson's sentences and whether or not they were lenient, we have to look at the specific cases. We owe it to ourselves to make sure we understand the problem. Was she lenient in too many cases? In which cases? For what reason? Was there something specific about the cases, about the law, about whether or not her hands were tied as a judge, etc.? Now, we can ask ourselves, should Congress do more on the conversation of child pornography? Which is going to be fascinating, because if the right brings this up and Democrats say, yes, we should do more about this, what happens when Democrats get pushback from the elite set who believe uh, that child love and you know is, is nothing but normal and that Nambla's got a point? Oh, those people are out there. We see them on TikTok. You don't think they're going to make their voices heard? Opening up a big can of worms here. There's a lot of ways to play it.
we have a job to do, and our job is to be the most rational people in the room, which sometimes isn't fun, but is always uh, the, the best way. I share the information with you guys. I'm not sure if I buy into all of Judge Brown Jackson's takes on her sentencing. But I think the bigger story is that she can't define whether or not she's a woman. I've got that story coming up. I'm Tony Katz. So Charlie Kirk got thrown off Twitter, too, for talking about Rachel Levine. For noting that Rachel Levine is a man. You get thrown off Twitter for that? That is something else. That is something else. Twitter has proven itself to be uh, an, an, an unworthy place. Twitter has proven itself to be unserious about uh, free speech. They, they don't care about that at all. And I'll be getting into more of that. If you don't know about this story uh, down in the University of Virginia, their student newspaper, holy cow. Meanwhile, on Twitter, I've made someone angry, Producer Ari. The Indiana pharmacy guy. We need to have an honest conversation about her record, which is what I said. And then he goes on to say, then avoids talking about her years of work on bipartisan criminal reform, actual case details, and qualifications compared to other judges. Neat sound bites to get yourself worked up over, though. I, Ari, you were in the room. I was literally discussing not getting oneself worked up. I understand how people want to fight back, but we have to actually take a look at the cases and then ask ourselves whether or not the sentencing that uh, the Supreme Court nominee, Judge Brown Jackson, engaged made sense. That is what you said. So what is the argument here? That I didn't on air go through every case? Is that the argument? Is that, is that what the, the, the Twitter troll is arguing? I didn't go through every case, so therefore I'm getting people worked up. I'm actually having the conversation of not getting worked up, of not going with the flow, of not screaming and yelling that somehow she's okay with child porn, but actually saying take a step back and take a look at it. Two, we should be clear, um, my own detriment, if you want to compare it to how things try and move in, 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 in popular circles. But I am who I am, and I do what I do. I literally actually said the words, we have to be the rational people. And you want to know why Twitter is a dumpster fire? It's because of Indiana Pharmacy Guy. A dumpster fire. You heard me say it, and then watch how people twist and maneuver and spin. They are what they are, what they are, what they are, what they are. And us, we're us. And that's why we have mute buttons. (laughs) I just wish this guy had a volume button so he could turn it up and actually hear what we're saying. Are you a woman? Oh, you want me to break down something from uh, what the judge said? Here we go. I'll share that with you. Let's see if the troll has something to say then. I'm Tony Katz. that there are multiple factors indicates that the court looks at more than whether or not it's wrong. Okay, so the fact, so you would say, if I'm interpreting you correctly, that if they, the court concludes its previous decision is wrong, 
it won't necessarily overrule that. It applies a multi-point analysis. Uh, yes, I think that's okay. accurate. Back when uh, Roe versus Wade was decided in 1973, generally speaking, the, the, um, the court said that the states may not limit access to abortion pre-viability, but post-viability, there could be some restriction on the right to abortion. Is that generally the... As a general matter, yes. Okay, thank you. Okay. Well, um, and then um, I think it's since... Uh, 19- so Senator John Cornyn of Texas asking the questions of Katanji Brown-Jackson, Supreme Court nominee. And, and it wasn't my plan to cover things, uh, you know, 24-7 on this. And it's still not my plan. We've got Michael Walsh scheduled to be with us as we continue to break down this breakdown of of society uh, when we uh, engage this gender conversation, this, this radicalness that has really uh, taken the nation where you have a group of people, loud but a, a, a very, very vocal minority, wanting to tell you that men are not women and women are not men. The decision made uh, in Indiana by the governor, uh, Republican Eric Holcomb, not to defend girls uh, in, in, in this way. The legislation was right there. And instead of, of voting to protect uh, girls, uh, saying, nope, this really isn't a problem here. It's not a problem here, so so we're not going to move forward uh, in 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 this. That's that's something else, for sure. So we're going to discuss that with uh, Michael Walsh, uh, writing over at the pipeline, coming up in, in a little bit. But the the hearing has been kind of fascinating, and there have been some incredible things that have come out of it. And one of the things that has come out of the hearing is a response from the judge that doesn't make any sense. Now, some people are upset with Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, for asking questions like this. Tell you, too, I, with Georgetown Day School, I found it astounding that it teaches kindergartners, five-year-old children, and I've got grandchildren, and they teach them that they can choose their gender. So is this what you were praising when you applauded the, and I'm quoting you, transformative power of Georgetown Day School's progressive education? Do you agree that our schools should teach children that they can choose their gender? Senator, I'm not um, remembering exactly what quote you're um, referencing, but Georgetown Day School is... A, it was in a, a book, in a, and you gave the quote. Okay. Georgetown Day School is a private school Yes. Um, that... Uh, yeah, I, I'm asking, do you agree that schools should teach children that they can choose their gender? Senator, I'm not making comments about All right. what schools can teach... Let me- whoa, 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 you made the quote. What do you mean you're not going to engage? You sit on a school board and the schools are teaching this. You don't have a comment? You gave the quote, but somehow you don't have a comment? That's not, that is irrational. 
and there is no way, shape, or form that you get to avoid a question regarding a quote that you made. That's nuts. And that is, to me, a ding against this nominee. But it got much more peculiar when this happened. Uh, Can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? Not in okay. this context. So I'm you not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition. Hold on a second. You're not a biologist? Nobody asked if you were a biologist. By the way, we're kind of clear about the fact that you're not a biologist. The question was can you give a definition? Can you define what a woman is? Uh, can you provide a definition for the word woman? Can I provide a definition? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. I can't. You can't? There is no earthly reason why she cannot. Now, I'm with you. This is insane. We're talking about a Supreme Court nominee, and this is the question being asked. This is insane! But we have an absolute attack on women going on in America from the left that believes that women should take a subordinate position to men who decide that they are women and take over their jobs and take their scholarships and take their championships and take their financial opportunity. And if those women should speak out against it, they should be called bigots and hateful and be locked down pushed aside, cast aside, tossed asunder. It is the progressives supporting this radicalness that is undermining the rights of women across the country and that more women aren't standing up and saying, what the bloody hell? That more women aren't standing up for women, for their daughters, for their nieces, For their parents, for their moms. Stunning. Shocking. She can't define what a woman is? I reject this. Not in this context. I'm not a biologist. The meaning of the word woman is so unclear and controversial that you can't give me a definition? Senator, in my work as a judge, what I do is I address disputes. If there's a dispute about a definition, People make arguments, and I look at the law, and I decide, so I'm not... The fact that you can't give me a straight answer about something as fundamental as what a woman is underscores the dangers of the kind of progressive education that we are hearing about. How does it not? Because as, as we look at it, right, there, there's only one of two things going on here. For what reason can you not define it? You don't know how to define it or you are afraid to define it because of the backlash that you will get from the political left. You have been so absolutely warped in terms of definitions that you can no longer define what a woman is. Or you know exactly what a woman is, but you are afraid to say so because you will get destroyed from the political left.
It's one or the other. There is no other answer. You are a fool or you are in fear. It's another way it could be said. Disqualifying. By the way, a definition of a woman, an adult female human, someone with a vagina. I, I mean, both of those would work. Uh, you might have uh, another one. My mom, right? I mean, you, you could say a lot of things and it, it would work. But I can't define it is not an acceptable answer. It's not an acceptable answer. You can argue that the question is crazy. But if it's to the idea that she has certain predilections and certain beliefs that can absolutely cloud her judgment in cases that will come before this court, this is a serious, serious topic. Just last week, an entire generation of young girls watched as our taxpayer-funded institutions permitted a biological man to compete and beat a biological woman in the NCAA swimming championships. What message do you think this sends to girls who aspire to compete and win in sports at the highest levels? Senator, I'm not sure what message that sends. If if you're asking me about the legal issues related to it, um, those are topics that are being hotly discussed, as you say, and could come to the court. So I'm And I think it tells our girls that their voices don't matter. I think it tells them that they're second-class citizens, and parents want to have a Supreme Court justice who is committed to preserving parental autonomy and protecting our nation's children. So I How um, is that somehow on. a problem? She's making perfect sense. Senator Blackburn there is making perfect sense. Who isn't making perfect sense is Judge Brown Jackson. I'm I may be on the court so I can't answer these kinds of questions. That does not work. That does not work with a rational America. Just so we understand each other, this is this is disqualifying. One one man's theory, one man's thesis, one man's belief. This is disqualifying stuff. Now as for as for Senator Cornyn, he's still going. I believe that was described in the case that you're talking about. Yeah, but I don't know the case they're talking about. I honestly don't care at this moment. It's not easy to, to go through these confirmation hearings. You're sitting through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of stuff. And they're going to break and they'll, and they'll come back. Again, I tell you, I think she's going to get confirmed with 57 votes. Absolutely where, where I think it's going to go. She's going to get confirmed. I don't even think it's, it's close to a debate. That she's going to get confirmed. That there's 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 no, there's no way that she doesn't, in my view. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz.
So I was talking about Charlie Kirk, I guess, getting tossed from, from Twitter. And, and now uh, uh, Right Side Broadcasting Network. I got to admit, I, I've never really watched their stuff. I know of them, and they carry a lot of Trump stuff. They got kicked off of YouTube, and so now they're now they're on Rumble. And I, I do work on Rumble, rumble.com slash Tony Katz, and you should uh, subscribe. We do a lot, a lot of work there, and we're going to be doing even more. Um. The the idea that a platform has content doesn't mean an agreement with the content. It means that they allow people of differing points of view to share. That's what matters. That's that's the only thing that matters. Being able to uh, in, in, engage, right? Being able to to share thoughts, share ideas, share share a philosophy, and not be told that you're some horrible bigot for doing so, even if you're a horrible bigot. People people go go nuts when I have this conversation. They can't believe that I'm okay with anti Semites being able to speak freely in the United States of America. I'm not okay with what with them being anti Semites. I just can't stop them because they want to stop me. I can't stop these virulent nonsense leftists who don't believe in the value of the nation. I can't stop them from speaking. But yet they are desperate to stop me from thinking. Desperate to stop us from engaging in a conversation. Absolutely, positively desperate. So I'm 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 glad I'm glad that 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 they've got a place that they can go. I think I think that's important. I think that's important uh, that 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 exists. I think it's important that people are supportive, supportive, very very much so of people being able to speak freely. I think when they're not, I think that when uh, they they oppose it, those are the more dangerous people. Meanwhile, Brittany Griner is still in jail in Russia, this WNBA star, who may have indeed tried to travel with this this hashish oil, which uh, they don't allow in Russia, and you go to jail for that, it's very possible, according to experts, that she could spend five to ten years in jail, including time spent in a labor camp. You have an American citizen in a Russian jail. Of course, this is all because of what's going on in Ukraine. I am not here to defend Brittany Griner, if she was indeed dumb enough, dumb enough to engage in drug use in a foreign country and think that she could get on a plane because she was found with it as she was getting on a plane back. You didn't know how to throw it away, pour it down a toilet. I mean, you, you, you didn't know how that worked. Did you never see a scene out of Goodfellas? What, 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 it's It's embarrassing. And I have a hard time with saying we have to go protect people 
who took no care for themselves. Otto Warmbier stole a banner from North Korea, and it cost him his life. I don't ever condone the stealing. You were a fool for doing so. They killed him. I believe that Kim Jong-un should suffer publicly. So I find myself stuck. I got to get these Americans home. But don't treat them like they're heroes. It's hard to trust the Russians. You can't trust Vladimir Putin at all. The, 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 The clear conversation is she's a fool. And she should be called a fool publicly. Then you got to make sure she gets out safely. That's my take. Societal collapse. All right, I, I don't think we're there. Maybe I'm just, you know, a glass half full kind of guy. But we have got a real problem that's going to require more people speaking very, very clearly. And we're there. We have the people. Now they just got to speak up. I'll explain. Keep it right here. This is Tony Katz today.